Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Complete Sports Media. I'm your host, Darren Campbell, and we're going to break it down today with PGA Tournament, the Rocket Mortgage Classic, and Casey O'Donnell is going to be our guest as usual. Uh, we're really excited to talk about another fantastic tournament. Um, yeah, Bryson DeChambeau was the star of this one. He has um, come rocketing out of this uh, pandemic hiatus, put on that weight and muscle and a newfound swing and just uh, bashing his way around the course to some oohs and ahs from uh, s small amounts of people, uh, officials and and little gatherings of people at their houses and their backyards. Um, but uh, oohs and ahs from the commentators and people like Casey and I. It's been amazing to watch a complete transformation. About 20 months ago, he um, had uh, won a tournament, his last one. Uh, he's been, he finished in the top eight in the last six uh, rounds, uh, six tournaments, sorry. And he's uh, been looking really, really, really strong. And uh, he finally put it together with the flat stick as well. Uh, his putting looked fantastic, and he's been able to get a lot of uh, really great approach shots into the green, um, getting him, giving himself chances for birdies and eagles. And and uh, 23 under, another uh, fantastic low score. Um, these guys have just definitely not looked rusty coming out of the pandemic hiatus and all the tournaments that were canceled suddenly they've been able to just keep it together and um yeah really really low scores uh 2500 Nate Lashley last year uh, nobody thought people would approach that uh, again but the Shambo with three shot victory over Matthew Wolf and many others uh proved that uh yeah they can really go low and especially with the kind of length uh DeChambeau set a record beating Tiger Woods' record from the 2008 St Andrews you, uh, British Open tournament uh, or the Open Championship, sorry. Uh, yeah, he um, really was hitting the ball so, so far. He was trying to drive the green on the 399 par four. He has um, got it out there 350, 370 yards. Uh, Casey remarked last week, 428-yard uh, cart-aided drive. And um, But, yeah, uh, I think um, the gyms are going to be full with PGA Tour players of the coming months. Uh, guys trying to put on size and bulk so they can uh, try to compete with the distance. Tiger Woods um, revolutionized golf with the way he was hitting the ball. And uh, I think DeChambeau um, has that ability too. I think um, there was guys shying away from putting on bulk over the years. David Duvall had his um, tragic fall from number one in the world to down, down, down the rankings until he was out of the game as a competitor. And um, that was attributed to him putting on muscle and not being able to find his swing after that. So uh, there was players that shied away from it, obviously. And um, But DeChambeau uh, said he wanted to change his body. He wanted to come out and look like a different person. And if you see uh, footage and pictures of him from a few years back to now, he is a completely different looking guy. And and that has uh, led to different distance, uh, lo way longer. And he's even just swinging out of his shoes. Just, uh, I can't believe this type of swing. It reminds me of, uh, you know, that old movie, Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore. And some of these um, long drive champions that uh, have um, been competing uh, in Arizona and areas around the U.S. Uh, have been trying to uh, win championships by just driving the ball 400 yards or more. 
it's been fun, really fun. So, um, yeah, can't wait to break it down. Uh, it looks like Casey's um, coming into the mix here. So uh, let's just patch him in uh, and we'll be ready to go. Okay, looks like I do have Casey. Uh, hey, welcome to Complete Sports Media, Casey. Thanks for joining me on uh, Monday. How was your weekend? Hey, Darren, how are you doing? Yeah, weekend was great, man. Nice and relaxing and golf was incredible. Great, great. I can't wait to break it down. This is going to be a lot of fun. We, um, yeah, we've been just really highly entertained the last few weeks there with some really fantastic golf. The scores are just blistering in, into the minus 20, 20, 23 under this past weekend. It's just phenomenal. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau came out guns a-blazing uh, after the pandemic hiatus, and he showed again uh, that, you know, he, that this added length is uh, helping him so much. And he was be, be able to take over the lead. Uh, he came into Sunday with a three-shot deficit on Matthew Wolf, And within a couple holes, he had uh, reversed that deficit and taken the lead and uh, just kept cruising all the way to a win. Uh, what were your impressions of Bryson and uh, this great four days he put together to finally get his win? Casey, is that it? Okay, yeah, what were your, your thoughts of Bryson being able to finally put it all together over four rounds and take his victory? Yeah, Bryson played really, really solid golf. He could come out of his shoes to hit those drives. Like that drive on one he hit almost every day was just unreal. Just hit it right up to – he almost drove the green the one day. Like just wail it up there, have a short chip. Chipping, playing that first hole from the rough, taking the spin off, he can roll it up there nicely and maybe get it in the little – some other spots you can't get it in with a with a fairway shot where you're going to overspin it. He played it very well that way. Just looked very relaxed on the over the putts. Like he's really got a rigid look when he's putting, but he seemed a little more relaxed this week um, with the putting, and his, his touch was a lot better with everything. So maybe he's getting more comfortable with that <laughs> that weight gain and the size and the distance that he's that he's put on. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I was just so blown away and impressed. And uh, all the guys, uh, you know, on the coverage are just blown away every time he swings the ball. Uh, it's been, you know, commentary that you're reading, that you're hearing about. Uh, you know, he's, he's been the talk of the golf world. And uh, after six tournaments in a row where he was top eight and really, you know, uh, really playing extremely great golf, uh, finally putting it together and getting a win, it was uh, – it was quite quick. He t he had that three shot deficit going into the round, and then almost right away he just surpassed Wolf. Wolf got a couple of bogeys early on, and uh, Bryson had some birdies and and took it over. But Wolf didn't give up. Uh, he ended up getting quite a few birdies down the stretch. He birdied 12, 13, 15, 17. He had a chance at birdie at 16 and an eagle at 17 that he just missed those last two. But, um, yeah, it was pretty impressive by Wolf uh, not giving up. Uh, he, he came up short, obviously, by three shots. But um, he's still, uh, you know, after a really, really rocky start, put it together. Yeah, absolutely. Wolf played amazing. Back-to-back -back 64s there on uh, Friday and Saturday, really. Put him in position. Uh, just like last year at this time, it was him and Bryson uh, dueling down the back there. And they both eagled the last hole. And, and Wolf had made that nice putt from like, it was just like leaning up against the, that first cut there. And he made that nice putt up from off the green to, to win the last year. 
So I'm sure that that played a little bit of a factor too, right? So it was a it was a great battle between the two, and he definitely played very well. Yeah, that was neat uh, that it was a complete flip of the script from last year's 3M championship. It was Wolf's uh, one and only victory, and uh, they were going down the stretch. Bryson was just hammered down, and he was uh, one group ahead of him. Had eagled 18 to uh, uh, get in into a tie, and then um, or actually one ahead, and then eagle. Uh, Wolf was able to eagle that 18th as well and, and get the victory. So it was, it was, uh, I'm sure it was a really great redeeming feeling for Bryson after having that heartbreaking loss. Uh, but Wolf, uh, yeah, put the pressure on too. And yeah, it's really neat to see that one year later, the, the script gets flipped and uh, Bryson's the champ this time. Yeah, that was, that was a good, uh, that was a good battle for sure. I just wanted to mention that uh, on four there, uh, that par five, 621-yard par five, Bryson hit a, I don't know what that was, like a, a three-wood out of the out of the thick stuff from 281 and almost put it on the green and had a putt for eagle. Like, wow. it just the, the power he had in, in hitting that shot. First, he drove it, bombed it out there almost 340 into the into the rough and then almost knocked it on the green on a 621-yard hole. <laughs> yeah. Pretty super, impressive. Super <laughs> impressive, yeah. Yeah, it's just, just blowing me away how he, he changed his uh, – Change his body, change his swing. He's just, uh, you know, hitting it everywhere, just so much farther. He he apologized uh, to the tournament um, and said, you know, sorry. I, I know the, those uh, bunkers were in play before, but I'm I'm blasting them over them now. And and uh, yeah, I I can just see that the um, PGA Tours gym is just going to be full of guys now. There's just going to be a, a a run on fitness equipment and guys trying to bulk up and be able to compete with him. Uh, Bryson set a record this, this past weekend. Tiger Woods had it for many years, 12 years, I guess, uh, 2000, or maybe it's 2006. Tiger Woods um, had driven at about 245 yards, uh, I mean, 345 yards average, and uh, the British Open, 2000, and where is it? 2006, I think it was. And, and so, wow, it's... Um, yeah, it's been taking a long time for somebody to just come up with that length and be able to just dominate a tournament that way. Uh, he had, um, you know, not been so great around some of the greens and, and his approach shots in the putter, but now he's put it all together. And uh, look out, uh, he, he moved to number seven in the world rankings. Rory's number one, and there's some really good golfers between him and Rory. But uh, if he can keep this up, wow, um, I can see him really taking over pretty, pretty damn soon. Absolutely, he's getting it. He's really getting it dialed in there. He's been very consistent off the off the tee. Where you have a lot of players that can hit it long, but being able to put it in where you want to, and not hitting into bad bad trouble is uh, is tough. So yeah. he's been he's been really focusing that in, and to be able to control that speed of swing, like I'm sure he had one over 200 miles an hour ball speed, like it's unreal. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, one ninety-five for sure. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it reminds me of uh, you know, you know, the the goofy movie Happy Gilmore. Adam Sandler just uh, you know using uh, such a unconventional swing. He just uh, would run up to the ball and and blast it three hundred fifty four hundred yards. And and uh, you know, we see over the past ten years of uh, the long drive champions have been really really fantastic and and fun to watch. Um, this guy, Kyle Berkshire, you were mentioning him earlier to me today, and he's, he's hitting at 400, 415 yards. 415 yards won the championship for him last year. And you said he does this funny rocking motion 
and then he just gets into it and just launches it. And uh, if anybody hasn't seen that, uh, find it on you know your local channel of YouTube. And and uh, yeah, it's fun to watch. I can't even believe uh, how much you know these guys can blast it now. Yeah, it's strange. He, he's got so much momentum going before he even starts a swing. It's just incredible how he can time all that and just connect. It just goes forever. It's it's unreal. Yeah. But yeah, like Happy Gilmore, these guys can't putt. They don't have the touch or the short game, which you need to compete. But Bryson not going at it like he's still swinging within his swing and being able to get that those results coupled with everything else he's got is just incredible. Yeah, this uh, past weekend there was a bit of a viral video with Ho Sung Choi. He's a competitor in Asia, and he uh, he does these incredible swing. You, you have to see it. It's pretty neat to watch. He actually swung the ball, hit hit the turf before the tee, uh, whiffed the ball. It, it landed right beside the tee, and uh, everybody was like, oh, no, this is bad. But he's uh, he's got a lot of publicity and notoriety for his unconventional swing and the distance that he can hit. Uh, you, you got a chance to see that video, I think, right? Yeah, it, stuff like that, it's always good. Everyone does it. It's just nice to see that you're not the only one that <laughs> some of the best players in the world still do it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's unfortunate it was recorded for him, but <laughs> yeah, it's part yeah. of the game. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So we had another Canadian right up there. We've uh, we've been lucky to have uh, Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, and now Adam Hadwin uh, up in the top five in the last few tournaments. Uh, really great. Hadwin uh, had a really fantastic finish and ended up tied for fourth. Really nice 67 um, Sunday to stay up there and keep at the top of the leaders. Uh, yeah, it's great to see these uh, top Canadian golfers doing so well. Yeah, he had a great uh, great opening round of uh, five under to start it and uh, just kept it going. He had four rounds in the 60s and finished 60, 16 under. And Eagle Birdie finish was is a nice way <laughs> to finish any tournament. So that... Uh, Jumped into a T4, which is nice. Kevin Kisner uh, shot a 65 uh, on Sunday to, you know, rocket right up there. He posted an early number at 18 under. And, uh, you know, most people knew that that would be passed, but he ended up uh, third place and had a really good showing. Uh, he had a 65 to open the tournament and then shot a, a 66 to finish it. Uh, Kisner's uh, put his game together. Yeah, Kisner's, yeah. Kisner's playing very well. He's kind of one of those sneaky players, too. He's not super flashy out there or anything like that. He just goes out and gets the job done. Um, yeah, he played very solid, for Good. sure. And a solo yeah. third, too. That's always nice, too. Very nice, yeah. Uh, Ryan Armour uh, had played really, really well, 69, 64, 67, and then didn't, didn't put it together on Sunday, 72. Fell down a little bit. Uh, he shot even par on the day. Uh, a lot of guys were shooting four, five, six under. Um, Webb Simpson, uh, we had talked about being one of the guys that should be at the top of the leaderboard. He still shot 15 under, um, but uh, yeah, I couldn't really put it together on the weekend. Um, any other guys up on that top of the leaderboard that you'd like to talk about? Uh, that Cameron Champ, I, I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't seen or heard too much from him, and uh, he played very solid. That uh, was a 66 on, on Sunday. That was nice to see. He had a really good round going. Nice. Ricky yeah. Fowler was. Uh, he, he struggled, but he, he put together a decent uh, tie for 12th, a uh, decent tournament. Um, no, no one, I don't know. It was really, it was just a great tournament. The, the greens were running fast and firm. It, the fairways were, were running pretty fast, too, by the end of it. Uh, the course was set up just beautiful, and the weather cooperated. Couldn't be any better. Like, Sunday had barely a breath of wind. 
was just a nice uh, nice setup set up for low scores and high scores too, which is nice. Uh, even without the fans there, you can still feel that that pressure that these guys that these guys feel. Yeah. Yeah, there was some talk this weekend that uh, some people aren't, aren't really big fans of just birdie shootouts like this, getting to, you know, 20, 23, 25 under. Um, I love it. Uh, to me, it's really fun. A lot of these courses um, have some difficulty attracting the biggest names. Uh, since there was a three-month hiatus, a lot of these tournaments are actually seeing better fields than they normally would. There's, a, you know, four, five, six, seven of the top ten in many of these tournaments, so it's going to lent to some amazing golf and some really, really low scores. Uh, you know, they can change courses with uh, letting the rough grow. They can put the pin in strategic positions. But I think they, they want to keep attracting this top-end talent. So if, it, if you go there and you struggle and, you, you know, you feel like the course is set up unfair and you have so many bogeys and a lot of trouble, you, maybe you don't want to go back next year. But, you know, if you go there and you can shoot 20 under, uh, you know, it's going to attract you to come back, don't you think? Absolutely, yeah. And there's courses that are there's always going to be tournaments that are set up more, way more difficult than others. You do want the birdie shootouts on, on a lot of tournaments. You want to have the action. You want to be able to make make moves and stuff like that. Someone can come back from six seven back. Um, now that may be easier on some of the difficult courses when it's when it's set up and and par par is like sixty five. Um, so there's there's all different parts of the game too. Like it's 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 nice. It's nice to see the, the the low shootouts and the greens are running that nice, perfect speed. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, definitely. It's really nice. Uh, another um, another story of the tournament was uh, Chris Kirk. He had uh, uh, checked himself into alcohol rehabilitation um, last year and uh, took seven months away from the tour. And uh, he is really up there on the leaderboard uh, quite a bit through the weekend. Um, Shot into the 70, 73 on Sunday, but uh, really did a great showing. He had won on the Corn Ferry Tour a couple weeks ago and uh, really has changed his life. He uh, feels like he, you know, had to make this move and, uh, you know, get a handle on his problems. And, uh, yeah, he just looks like a new new guy, a reborn. And, uh, yeah, I was pretty impressed with uh, how he's kept things together and uh, playing some good golf. Yeah, it was really nice to see that uh, going through those struggles and to come through it and have such a good positive attitude. Uh, it's really nice to see his game was looking good. He started out nice. He had a 67-65. And then, yeah, just didn't quite get it going on the weekend. But, yeah, really great start. Yeah, no, I I agree. Yeah, he's – yeah, he, he had a great start. And uh, I hope he, he can really keep it together. Um, yeah, look him up. Uh, it's a great story of – uh, perseverance and coming together and you know having to admit that you have a problem uh, is quite difficult and you know good good on him that uh, he addressed it and has has got some help and uh yeah we just wish him all the best i'm i'm glad to see him up there again on the leaderboard and uh, doing really well um yeah, it was a fantastic tournament a lot of fun i i had a lot of extra fun because i won some money i uh talked to you last week about some all right this on uh, wednesday about some um some of my DraftKings picks and uh some of them came to fruition i was pretty happy about that uh the one i mentioned had uh dechambeau todd varner uh stefani wesley bryan and mccumber uh ended up doubling my money on that one the other one with todd bryan poston stefani noren and yulene also doubled my money and 
I, um, yeah, I felt pretty good with some of those wins. So, uh, yeah, and I heard uh, Casey did even better than this. Uh, yeah, tell me, that you, you sent me a, a text about this 10-game 10, 10 parlay that came together. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that was a nice one. Um, there was a 10-game parlay, and uh, three of them pushed. So it was basically just a seven. It won, it was a seven, but it was a 100-to-1 shot. So that was, that was nice. So that's, uh, yeah. And I had a couple other ones that were pretty close, too. A couple, like a five of a six. And, uh, yeah, just a couple, couple of close ones. But it's nice to actually, like, like, to hit one of those ones. They're, uh, they're tough. Yeah. <laughs> and I had Adam Hadwin. Adam Hadwin won some money for me. Um, I, I got him in at the start of the week there. He was 66 to one. Um, and they bet it each way, which ended up working out to at 16 and a half to one. He ended up paying out, uh, for finishing fourth. So that's a, that was a nice little gap too. Bryson yeah. DeChambeau, that, I, I didn't have much on him, but, uh, yeah, he, he definitely, if you had it at the start of the week, you won. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was happy. I had picked him and, uh, had some of the top guys around and some of my, some of my picks and yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah. What, what was, what ended up being your biggest victory? What was, uh, what was that? Can you break it down a little bit? Yeah. Let's just, uh, let's find it up here. Um, it's a lot of fun guys. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, uh, you, you can, you can do it, uh, you know, at, at super slow level, you can do it for free actually on DraftKings and FanDuel. Uh, I, I, you know, do a do free um, one so I can keep learning and getting, you know, better. I also do some, really really low price ones 25 cents 50 cents a dollar uh if i you know feel some pretty confidence in some of my picks i'll go a little bit higher than that but you know you can just do it for fun it really adds a lot of excitement to the game um casey does it a little bit different way with these parlays and picking some of the guys against each other some of the guys to win and things like that and um yeah follow some of our picks and uh let us know how, how you've been doing uh did you find the details on yeah that big, i didn't find one? that exact one but it's uh Basically what it is, yeah, you're just, you're picking two, they have all the matchups of, of two players playing. And like I had, uh, let's see, I had Kistner over uh, Doc Redman, um, Sepp Straka over uh, Hudson Sofford, um, Varner, Varner played good, I had Varner over uh, Brennan Todd. Um, nice. nice. And that Maverick McNeely, yeah, he, he played some really solid golf over uh, Taylor Donker, Duncan. Um Great. Just, those, yeah. just some of those those few guys, but there's some good bets in the uh, in the ties that you can bet in the in the two. There's a two ball matchup, and it's a seven and a half payout on that. So when you parlay it, you can parlay uh, however many you want. I, I I picked a crazy one, like a five five tie one, and it pays like the the odds are just insane, like um, like sixty thousand to one kind of odds. Whoa. Amazing! Yeah, wow. 50, 50, now it's it's an absolute crapshoot, and you just take it as much as, as far as you want. But those those other names I was mentioned earlier, those are but they pay about even money. So the more you pick, um, seven like I was ended up paying a hundred to one if you get seven of them right. So it just multiplies up depending on exactly who you pick. But it's it's just fun if if you're if you're paying more attention to it and, and have your favorite golfers and have your picks. You know, you see a guy in the range or whatever, and you're like, oh, that guy. Looks like he's playing really good today, or it's just nice. You can throw a few extra dollars on it and yeah, see what happens. Yeah, it's really it's really adds a lot to it, and you know you don't have to do it at crazy levels and uh, you know worry about your bank account and just do it at, at a comfortable level, and just so it adds a little more excitement. You can 
have some bragging rights with your buddies or, you know, just be able to tell your wife, Hey, we're going out for dinner tonight. I was able to win some good money. So for me, uh, Kevin Na was a, a pick that I had in many of my lineups and he had to withdraw. He withdrew about halfway through the second round. Um, didn't look like he was going to make the cut. And I think he had a, a nagging injury that uh, he wanted to address. So um, that was disappointing. And, if you guys missed the cut, you know, you're, um, you know, probably not going to get in the money. So try to find guys that, you know, can play all four rounds and, you know, you can look back at their history this past season on how many rounds that they have made the cut on. And, you know, that's, that's one of my biggest recommendations. Uh, even if you don't think he's going to win, just pick a guy that's consistently making the cut. And even if he's, you know, bringing in you four rounds of, of, of points, uh, you're going to, you know, be in the money. Uh, you know, if he's only playing two rounds, then, you know, a lot of guys are going to surpass you and you're not going to do it. So, but uh, yeah, we're going to do a Wednesday call and uh, we're going to give you some picks as well. Um, just like we did at this rocket mortgage championship. I'm really happy Casey won. I'm really happy I won. And uh, yeah, well, let's, let's hope we can get some winners out there. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about this upcoming tournament. Uh, they're heading to Muir Field, and uh, it's going to be fun. That's a great course. They're playing their back-to-back weeks, which is really interesting. Yeah, it's the Nicholas Design course there in Dublin, Ohio. It's uh, going to be a nice set. You're going to see two different setups for sure The this week coming up for the Workday uh, Charity Classic. It's probably going to be a little bit of softer setup. Maybe the rough going to be a little bit shorter. And then moving into next weekend, they're going to they're gonna firm things up and, and shorten the shorten the greens and, and thicken the rough a bit. So it'll be interesting. It'll be a lot more birdies this weekend coming up. So it'll be, it'll be nice to see. Yeah, it's a fun course. Uh, Nicholas um, definitely wanted to design it uh, like Augusta. And uh, he, uh, he has done, you know, done a really fantastic job with, with that course. It's, it's always, um, it's always a tough uh, situation, but like you say, the, there are two different tournaments there, so it should be um, lower scores this week and uh, higher scores the following week. Uh, I, I look down at some of the guys that have committed already, and it's a star-studded lineup. Uh, Justin Thomas, John Rom, we got Cantling. Kepka comes back from his little hiatus for, after COVID, and his his caddy Ricky Elliott getting that. Uh, Casey Kepka's back. He got a sponsor's exemption, so he's in. Xander Shoffley, Hideki, um, Justin Rose, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler. Leishman, Reed, M. Yeah, so um, a lot of really good golfers to fo- to follow, and you got to start picking, you know, some of the golfers that you really like to watch and and, and cheer them on. Uh, become a fan of certain guys, and uh, you know, watch them as they flourish through the season. That's always fun, you know. If if you're not a golf fan and you haven't been all the time, and you don't have some favorite guys, uh, you know, try to pick some of these guys and, and follow their career. It's it it makes it a lot more fun. Um, yeah, what, do you, what are your thoughts about uh, the star-studded guys that we're going to see? Who do you think uh, some immediate favorites? Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be nice to see Kepka back. Uh, it's going to be a lot of it's going to be a lot of fireworks, I think, from him with uh, Deschambeau and all that. So, trying to see who can knock it further and who's the bigger. Like he's probably packed on a few pounds. I would say Kepka's uh, that type of guy. Um, but yeah, the, you were saying the golf, it, so many different styles to play. Every player plays it differently. So there's like so many you can you can find a player that, that you like their style. Like there's just, there's so many different ways to play the game and, and uh, a lot of different characters in on, on tour. So you never know who can go low. Yeah. 
Um, just going back a little bit to DeChambeau, uh, did you see the incident that he had with the, the cameraman? Uh, he talked about it harming his brand and he got a little heated after a poor shot out of the bunker through his club and uh, I guess um, swore a little bit and got into a heated exchange with the cameraman. Uh, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but what were your thoughts? Ah, yeah, that's just going to happen. You, stuff gets heated and I'm sure looking back, he doesn't, <laughs> he didn't mean to do it like you know, to blow up or anything like that. It's just, this is what happens in the heat of the moment. I'm sure there was no uh, harm meant by anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope he doesn't take too much flack for it. Uh, he seems like a good guy and he seems like he's really determined. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm impressed with his composure and, uh, you know, all the added notoriety that he's got coming out of this. I think, uh, you know, he's going to have a lot of people pulling out his time and, uh, you know, being in his face that he wasn't used to. Tiger Woods, uh, as soon as he stepped on a course, you know, he had a camera in his face uh, the whole entire five, six, seven hours that he was there and, uh, you know, had to get used to it. Guys like DeChambeau, because he's got so much more notoriety, just has to realize that, you know, you're going to be watched every single move that you make from now on. Yeah, that gets tough, too, because that's going to drain some of your energy and time dealing with... Uh all that extra pressure or the extra, just the time it takes to, to deal with the extra media and, and fans. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how many sponsors step up and, uh, you know, put some money towards him. I think, uh, you know, he's got so much notoriety. It'd be smart for corporate sponsors to sign on to the DeChambeau train and uh, yeah, ride that for a while. Uh, you know, I think he's just going to keep rocketing up the charts and uh, you know, possibly if Rory can't, um, put it together a win or two very soon. I think DeChambeau will be nipping at his heels and, and maybe take over that spot. And uh, yeah, if, if he can keep that, that the short game together, uh, wow, the sky's the limit for him. Yeah, absolutely. So he's playing a slightly different game, like like back when Tiger was playing so, so much better than, than everyone else. And being able to hit those shots out of the rough that are most tour players can hit, but then he's just hitting them that much better and that much further that, that makes the big difference for sure. And having yeah. the, that couple with that touch is just it's nice to see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really nice to see. And uh, it was, it's fun. It actually is adding so much of an element to the game. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I really think, I'm, you know, I was really happy that he's, he's done this and tried to change his style. Um, he said he was going to do it about 20 months ago after his last win. He said, look out, you're going to see a, a different-looking guy. And, and when you see pictures of him from then to now, it's a complete transformation. And, and uh, yeah, good on him. Uh, you know, a lot of people took advantage of this um, pandemic uh, by locking themselves in a gym and, and working out and putting together, you know, a really good plan to come out of it healthier and happier. And, and he's done so. And hopefully a lot of you have too. You know, it, it was tough for all of us being locked in our homes and not being able to be social and get out there. But uh, hopefully, you know, we're all trying to be healthier and, and happier coming out of it. And uh, yeah, good, good on him. He's set a good example. And I think he's, you know, got a lot of fans following him now. Yeah. He's got a lot of focus he, from even his swing being, being just that one plane, single plane, every club's the same length, that sort of thinking, no one else does that. And then he's, he's just trying more and more things. He's really thinking outside the box. It's just incredible to see it's paying off for him now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm loving it. 
Yeah, is there any other thing? I know you uh, had uh, watched it pretty pretty closely uh, last night. Uh, is there any anything that you wrote down that you want to make sure we, we mentioned before we head off? No, I think uh, we touched pretty well all of it. It's uh, it, The course was just set up nice. It was, it was playing beautiful with the perfect weather. They couldn't ask for anything better for the Detroit Golf Club there. Um, and the low scores, too. So that's what they want to see that. Um, Matt Wolf was nice. Uh, he's unfortunately started off with the bogey and just didn't quite get it going on that last day. But uh, yeah, hats off to, to DeChambeau for sure. Just really pedal to the metal. It was nice to see. Great. Yeah, well, okay. Well, thanks so much, Casey. I appreciate your time as always. Uh, we'll, uh, I think we're going to touch base on Wednesday, do a little preview uh, heading into Muirfield and uh, the great tournament that they they've got on, on board coming up and uh yeah obviously uh, next monday we'll break it down as usual um yeah thanks a lot i, I know you've, you've got lots to uh, to do with your sailboat so i'll let you get back to it and and uh yeah really really have a great week cheers darren yeah thanks for talking with me there okay all right case Take care. bye for now bye. cheers yeah okay so a lot of fun as usual uh with casey we got a chance to break that down and and uh yeah it was fun it was so fun uh you know if you got to become a fan of of pga golf uh these guys are just um amazing amazing competitors and and really really uh prove every week why they're professionals and why they're so good at the sport uh if you get out like you know duffing it like me uh you you can really immediately realize uh how much better they are and uh there's not opportunities for guys that think that they're pretty good to make it up to you know to the pros when they're shooting uh, you know five and six under every round uh putting it together through four rounds and yeah it's uh it's a tough game uh but it's so fun to watch and and adds a lot of excitement over four days it's uh it's amazing it can really flip-flop guys are you know have put together a great round and get near the top and then you know, fall back and then, you know, race back up the leaderboard. Um, yeah, it's a, it, it makes for really uh, riveting television and, and really fun. And guys like Casey and I just love it when we, we get to, you know, watch the tournaments and then break them down like this. So I hope you enjoyed another great hour. We'll, uh, we'll see you on Wednesday uh, for some preview stuff uh, heading into the, this weekend's tournament. And uh, then we'll, uh, we'll see you always uh, Monday. We'll, um, be able to do a great uh, breakdown and and we'll uh, yeah we'll have have a lot of fun as usual thanks for tuning in i really appreciate it uh, take care of yourself bye for now